All right. It is uh, October 4th, uh, Tuesday, 2022, and I haven't had a chance to really uh, do very much um, the last about week. So I one of my jobs I do during the day is I uh, work for a, a group down in Florida, and they thought they were going to get hit by a hurricane. So I kind of rushed down there and was trying to uh, help them out. Uh, down there that fortunately for them the hurricane changed directions went to south uh, Fort Myers, Florida Unfortunately for Fort Myers. It went to Fort Myers uh, and um, and so then um, I've been making my way back to Utah and I, uh, I I work with a car dealership in Utah where every now and then I'll pick up a vehicle for them and drive it across the country So I flew from Florida to Dallas uh, Yesterday morning was yesterday. No man. It was Sunday Sunday morning, uh, Ubered over to the uh, auction, picked up the vehicle. Uh, the vehicle was running okay, uh, but long story short, about 20 minutes outside of Albuquerque on I-40, the vehicle broke down and just would not shift into gear anymore. So I limped it over to a uh, over to a mechanic shop, which obviously was not open at 9:30 at night, and I just parked it there and slept in the car at night. Got up at 8 o'clock right when they opened up. Got them look at the vehicle. Uh, they tried to make a little bit of an adjustment. Uh, took a few hours because uh, they had to get some transmission fluid and some other things like that. Finally hit the road uh, probably about noon. Drove for maybe half an hour and it broke down again. And so at that point, ended up having to get a tow uh, and try to get it uh, get it towed to the, to the new auction. Try to get a hotel and things like this. So it's been kind of crazy. I'm actually still stuck in Albuquerque. I'm leaving tonight, no, tomorrow morning, early tomorrow morning, actually, to San Antonio. Go try pick up a different car and uh, try this again. But uh, in the meantime, it's been a while since I've done a podcast. I'm trying to, so I, I, I think my aspirations of what I want to do with the podcast are greater than what I have the ability to do right now. I would like to have a uh, overly produced, uh, highly produced, I guess I should say, a highly produced uh, show. But uh, until I can devote more time to this, I'm just going to have to do it regular podcast style, which is essentially a monologue. It just, hey, this is my thoughts of what's going on. Uh, but I, I, I do want to do it still. So uh, I want to be able to squeeze something in here right here. The big thing I saw today is 74% of people are more concerned about inflation than what they were just a couple of months ago. First of all, I'm kind of surprised it's only... Uh, 74% like how are most people not concerned about the rising prices uh, and uh, than what they already are but I also saw something else that uh, many Americans are saying that the grocery prices or therefore inflation the effect of inflation will affect their vote in November and this is something I've brought up many times in the past that when it comes to particularly general elections that um, people look at the economy. The one time that it was like flabbergastingly odd that the that Americans did not vote against the party in power when the economy was struggling was Obama, his reelection when he was running against Mitt Romney. The, I mean, gas prices. He was the first president in history to average over $3 a gallon gasoline in their first four years. And, um, and, and, and so prices, the cost of living was, was much higher, and he still got reelected. That might have more to do with Mitt Romney wasn't as good of a candidate to point out these kinds of flaws uh, of Obama as 
than anything, but still, it was like the only time. Now, interestingly enough, in that same election, by the way, even though Mitt Romney lost, uh, Republicans in the U.S. Senate and in the House ended up taking seats away from the Democrats. So it, it still was, it still happened even then, just not on the presidential level. And that just, I think, is because Obama is such a charismatic, unique figure uh, that people, for some reason, did not blame him for economic woes. Um, but we're seeing the, the recent polling now saying, in fact, I've stated that too by, about Trump, by the way. If Trump did not encourage the lockdowns of governments and things like that, uh, which he did, because uh, remember the Georgia governor when he's trying to reopen, with Florida governor when he's trying to reopen, Trump called him up and, and basically pled them to not reopen their states. Um, but a lot of the policies that he followed of Dr. Anthony Fauci's suggestions and things like this hurt the economy, and that was that was that was why he he lost the election. I mean, and or and it was even so close that I mean, some people still today think that he won the election. I mean, that either way, that's how close the election was. So not a big surprise to me to see that um, that he lost when the economy dropped. If the economy stayed the same, he would have won in a landslide. So. Now we look at 74% are becoming more concerned about inflation. That does not bode well for Democrats in power right now. It probably means that uh, Republicans will control the House and they will con control the Senate when this is all said and done. And it gives momentum to any of the Republican candidates who are wanting to run for president going forward. And, um, and, and, and But once again, there are some people who, and, and I mean, because look, it's 74%. That means there's 28%, almost a third of Americans who are okay. They're okay with this. So either those are the uber wealthy who are not being affected by it, or they're the individuals who feel like the direction that the country is going is indeed where we need to go, that we need to feel pain in order to help save the earth. Because after all, that is what this administration has been doing. If there's anything that you could say this administration is going to be known for, that's I won't say positive, but not a disaster. I mean, like we can't say they're no. I mean, you don't want to say this. This administration is going to be known for their debacle of pulling out of Afghanistan. I mean, right? So if it's not going to be something like that, that they're known for, and it's going to be something like how did they leave their mark? Where did they leave their mark? It's going to be on uh, that they left their mark on green energy on climate change and things like that that's where this administration put their focus was on climate change and so some people feel like you know what the pain that we're feeling at the pump the pain that we're feeling with grocery prices with with clothing prices with everything it's worth it because it, it, he is doing things for the greater good and that's the that's kind of the scary thing they really believe that um, and so, but I think the vast majority of Americans, when it comes down to it, are going to go, yes, I'd like to do stuff about climate change. Yes, I want to have green energy. Yes, I want to do all this other stuff. But, 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 uh, what's that got to do with me? How's that going to affect me? And unfortunately, many, many Americans have not figured out that most of the government's agenda pr promoting and pushing for climate change resolutions will affect them negatively. They haven't figured that part out yet. Some have, many have not. Um, another story I wanted to get into here real quick was uh, the 
not not pertain to us, pertains to Florida. One of the most egregious things that we've seen happen in the media in the past year was when Florida passed a bill called the Parental Rights in Action Bill. The Parental Rights in Action Bill basically says parents have the right to educate their own kids as it pertains to sexual relationships and gender identity. And uh, at least for those under the under third grade. For, so for kindergarten, preschool, kindergarten, first, second grade, you basically that's up to the teachers. I mean, sorry, that's up to the parents, not the teachers, to educate kids as it pertains to LGBTQ issues and gender identity stuff. So we're talking very young kids who are under the age of th uh, uh, third grade. One of the most egregious things that we saw from the mainstream media was that the opponents of this bill, the Parental Rights in Action Bill, labeled it the Don't Say Gay Bill. They labeled it that way, of course, on purpose, because it incites. It incites feelings and, and anger. So they labeled it the Don't Say Gay Bill, hoping to get people to pay attention to their cause, which is they wanted to get rid of the bill. And one of the most egregious things we saw from the mainstream media all over the country was that instead of calling this the bill in their articles or in their news broadcasts, instead of calling it what it is called, the Parental Rights in Action Bill, they called it the Don't Say Gay Bill. It was shocking to me as I was covering this that they would, that they would do that. Why are you calling the bill what the opponents call the bill? And sure enough, you end up getting Hollywood going, hey, Governor DeSantis, gay, 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 gay. See, ha, ha, ha. I said the word gay, but that just triggered. But of course it did not trigger him because that's not what the bill's about. It's not about saying that. I remember seeing one from Ron Perlman who said something along the lines of like, the first amendment is about free speech. You can't tell people what they can or cannot say. And it's like, oh my gosh. No, there's nothing in this bill that says you can't say the word gay, you ignoramuses. And, but they just read the headlines of the mainstream media. Florida passed it, don't say gay bill. How can you call it what the opponent calls it as a media source, as a journalist? Unless, of course, you like the agenda of getting rid of it. And, uh, and so going forward with that, I mean, what if we started calling the Build Back Better bill the Build Back Broke bill? which is what the opponents call it. Why, don't, why is the mainstream media not calling it what the opponents call that one? Uh, instead of, you know what I mean? It's like we could go on and on and on. Now I just saw this headline from Associated Press. A federal judge has tossed out the Parental Rights in Action Bill in Florida. Only just a quiet little headline over here in page 12. <laughs> Florida judge or a, a federal judge has tossed out the lawsuit against the Parental Rights in Action Bill in Florida. They don't say gay bill. All of a sudden, now that a judge has tossed it out and said this is a frivolous lawsuit, this has no standing to sue on this to sue against this bill. Now all of a sudden, it's the parental rights in action bill. Of course, when this lawsuit was first filed, all the headlines everywhere were lawsuit filed against the don't say gay bill, and then all the comments in there are like good, they'll strike this down. Can't even believe they tried to pass it. And then, of course, when it gets tossed out, instead of saying, judge tosses out bill challenging, don't say gay bill. Oh, no, 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 no. They, they, it's, now it's the parental rights in action bill. 
Now it is what it really was all along. But there's no more inciting to do, so they shall move on to the next thing to incite. It's disgusting. Crazy. Uh, final story here, real quick, I want to share with you, which, is, uh, which pertains to uh, the Utah flag, Utah State flag. I uh, got a little time, a little bit of time left. If you're not familiar with this, and you live in Utah, well, even if you don't live in Utah, why not? You can vote too. Uh, Utah is trying to come up with a new state flag. Uh, Utah's flag, yes, uh, it needs to be updated. It is dumb. It's dumb. It looks dumb. Yeah, I'm sorry. It does. It, we've got the two flags, two American flags draping. It's got a bald eagle. Then it's got a beehive. Then it's got sago lilies all around it. It's it's not like it doesn't stand out, and it doesn't truly, to me, represent Utah. There's a lot of interesting flags that were submitted, and they're down to like the last 20, and you can vote on the last 20. And I think some of the last 20 ones, there are some very clean, crisp-looking flags that much better represent Utah, the mountains, uh, red rocks, uh, beehives, and things like that. So be sure to check those out. Just Google it, Utah State Flag, uh, or you can go to utah.flag.gov. Oh, no, sorry, flag.utah.gov to be able to check out the flag designs. Uh, I think uh, if you're like me, you'll you'll think that they uh, they look pretty well. Now, the interesting enough, another state had just recently changed their flag, uh, and that was Mississippi. But Mississippi changed their flag because they had the rebel flag was in it, and we don't have that problem. But we I guess they decided to change the flag just to better represent Utah. So you can check that out as well. It's Robert's random facts. All right, Robert's Random Facts here for you. Uh, starting off with McDonald's. McDonald's chicken nuggets only come in four different shapes. The bell, the ball, the boot, and the bow tie. I, am I the only one who didn't realize that they purposely had a shape? I thought they were just randomly, like, that was just a random shape that they had. And I didn't even realize there was four of them. I thought there was one. <laughs> okay, I guess I don't eat enough McDonald's chicken nuggets. I, I don't know, is that a good thing? In Ireland, uh, Irish is actually only the third most spoken language in Ireland. English, of course, is number one. Polish is number two. The Dakota Territory split into North Dakota and South Dakota when it became a state because people disagreed on which city should be the capital. Northerners wanted Bismarck. Southerners wanted Pierre. So we have two states now instead of one. Thomas Jefferson was fluent in English, Greek, Latin, French, Italian, and Spanish, and he also studied Arabic, Gaelic, and Welsh. And finally, the Rocky Horror Picture Show has been theaters longer than any other movie. It has been playing nonstop since it was released in 1975. That's 47 straight years that it has been playing in the theaters. Well, except for during the pandemic. But, uh, yeah, Rocky Horror Picture Show. I saw that one time on video a long time ago. Uh, not for me. Like, I couldn't figure out what the big hubbub was about Rocky Horror Picture Show, so I was like, oh, i got to watch this thing. Uh, yep, definitely not for me. <laughs> I do a lot of fast-forwarding on it. Uh, but there you go. Those are Robert's Random Facts. Now, it's time for today's sign of the apocalypse. Okay, look, I like ranch as much as the next guy. Uh, I do. I don't like... It's kind of a weird thing because I don't like mayonnaise. But I like things that are made with mayonnaise, like ranch dressing. It's really good. Now, I also make my own homemade ranch dressing using silken tofu that I I like and I and I've used one so anyway I like ranch I'm not uh, crazy. I like ranch but uh but that being said Hidden Valley on their website hiddenvalley.com has now come out with basically ranch for your home 
it's wallpaper, drapes, tablecloths, things like this with this very kind of a strange design that essentially shows the colors of the ranch, like the green and the blue, with the bottle, the ranch bottle. And it has like this pattern where you have these ranch bottles and you can get tablecloths and drapes, wallpaper, and all this other stuff. And when I first saw this, I was like, well, that's crazy. And then I saw that everything is sold out almost immediately. It's almost all sold out. Some pe- what? What is wrong with people? Why would you want to have drapes that look like Hidden Valley Ranch bottles? I don't get it. But there you go. That's your sign of the apocalypse. All right. Thanks for joining me. And uh, we'll talk to you again here soon.